Hey, thanks for checking out this week's message. We hope you're blessed by the Word of God. For more information on River of Life, you can check out our website, rolmt.com, or download our app. Just search R-O-L-M-T in your app store. Thanks. So thank you for your faithfulness in giving. Uh, your giving goes a long way. It goes to a lot of places and does a lot of things that you may never know that, it, that it's done, but we're just so grateful that you trust us with that, and we're excited to see what God is doing. Amen? Amen. Well, I want to take just a few moments tonight, and I want, to, I want to look at Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. It says this, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for your amazing love for us. And God, as we have come into this room on this Christmas Eve, I pray, Father, that you will show us what we need to see, that, God, you'll speak to us directly about who you are and and your love for us. And God, I thank you so much for those who are joining us live in Star Valley and those who will watch later in Alaska and those who will watch in Malawi and all over. God, we thank you so much that you have given us opportunity to share your word and to share hope with those who are in need of hope. And so, Father, we just pray a blessing on all those who are within the sound of my voice right now that you would speak to us right where we are and that, God, even on this Christmas Eve, we will move closer to you. And we praise you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we see peace throughout Scripture. They talk about peace pretty continually, especially in the Christmas story. We, we know there are verses like peace on earth, goodwill towards men, and that sounds super great, and it sounds like something that we would all love. And maybe you may say, hey, I, I, I don't know that peace is even available. And maybe you, Or maybe you're like, yeah, I love that slogan, peace on earth. And, and you're like, I don't know that I feel it right now. How many of you went to Walmart this year, right? Uh, how many of you went downtown this, this last few weeks, right? You may not feeling, be feeling so much peace on earth. I know that just a week ago or so, I was in the Costco parking lot, and I was driving through trying to find a parking spot, which is always a fun treat. But as I'm driving after row after row after row, I come around a corner and I see the most magnificent sight and it is the white backup lights of a Subaru as it's pulling out of its, its parking spot. And I thought to myself, well, glory to God, peace on earth, goodwill towards men as I've got a spot now. And so I sat patiently with my blinker on waiting for this car to back out of its spot and it backs out facing me and as it begins to roll forward a truck comes whipping around the other side and pulls into my spot and can I tell you in that moment I didn't feel peace on earth goodwill toward men I wanted to give that guy a piece of my mind was the peace I was feeling at the moment and I'll be honest with you for just a moment because I literally sat there for just a second thinking I'm going to sit here until that guy gets out, and I'm going to have a conversation with him about why he did what he just did. And then I got this nagging thing that, that is in my head that says, you are a pastor of a church in town, and that person may go to your church, which I actually think would be quite funny if the person did already go to our church, because I just would like to hear what they have to say. But, but even more so than that, it may be somebody that will visit your church this week, Or maybe they'll come on Christmas Eve. Maybe they will come for the very first time to church on Christmas Eve and you have now called them out for taking your parking spot. That won't look very good, would it? 
So if you're here, if you did choose to join us for this Christmas Eve gathering, I want to extend to you peace and goodwill toward man. You know who you are. Um, but as we walk on this earth, it's tough for us when we hear things like peace on earth because it doesn't seem actually even possible that we get have peace on earth. You, you hop onto social media and you see that there are people destroying one another with their words. You see political parties doing everything they can to take each other out. We know that there are countries invading other countries. And peace on earth just seems so elusive, actually. It seems like not something that's even possible at this point. And so as we look at this, I want us to understand that when the Bible talks about peace on earth, that we can have hope in peace. Peace on earth is not just some slogan that they came up with. It's not like fly the friendly skies, right? Not so friendly anymore. It's not like the happiest place on earth, which while you're standing in line for three hours for a ride doesn't feel quite like the happiest place on earth right? Or your kids are screaming because they want more toys or want snacks. It doesn't feel, it's, that's gimmicky. But what, what God says is never a gimmick, it's truth. So when, when we're offered peace on earth, I want you to understand that that is actually attainable. It's attainable for you and it's attainable for me. And so as we look at this, we need to figure out how can we learn how to receive this peace? Well, the prophet said that Jesus is the prince of peace. And so when he says that, I'm assuming that Jesus must know how to attain it then. So he taught people to love one another. In fact, he taught people to love their enemies as themselves. Now that's a tough one because we all have those people in our life that we struggle to love and we have good reason because of the stupid things they do. But the Bible says that we're to love others as we love ourselves. We're to love, other, we're to love our enemies that way. And that's super hard, but as we look at this and we begin to understand that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, so when he's teaching us, what he's teaching is, here's how you can have this peace that you hear about. When, when is Christmas the most magical? When is it that we find ourselves the most excited about this season? Because it isn't while you're trying to find a parking spot at Costco, it isn't while you're running rampant trying to make sure that you didn't forget to buy presents for everybody. And it isn't while you're trying to figure out if you have everything that you need to make Christmas dinner. Those are not the times that it's magical. Those are the times when it's stressful. So when is it magical? It's magical in those moments where you're giving to someone, where you're, where you're extending something to someone else. And that's where we feel the most. I had the opportunity last week to be in this room on last Friday night, in fact, as this room was transformed into what looked like a, a, a shopping center. We had shopping carts in the back. We had rows of gifts for children. And we had parents that had set schedules that they could come in. And, and we walked them through as personal shoppers. And we were able to get them the things that they needed for their children. Because they were walking through a very tricky and hard season of their life. Where they couldn't afford to buy their children gifts. And so over 180 kids received full-on gifts for Christmas last Friday as we were in this room. And the reason that I bring that up is because I want you to hear this. What was amazing to me is I walked with people as they were shopping in this room. And as we were walking down the aisle, they were smiling and they were excited. Not because they were receiving anything. We didn't have any presents for the adults. We had presents for their children. 
And there's something in us that says, if I can only provide for someone else, if I can only give to someone else, that actually brings me joy. And I watched as parents with big smiles on their faces walk through and they picked out what they thought their child would like. And they, they were so thankful and so, so uh, grateful for what, what had been done for them. But in that moment, it wasn't because they received, it was because they were able to give. And as we look at this idea and this understanding of the Prince of Peace, Jesus is saying, listen, you got to love other people. you gotta, you got to pay attention to what others need and what they want because inside of that, it will fulfill a part of you that needs to be fulfilled. Too often, we are looking for peace to be an external event when in reality, it's an internal transformation that takes place. Jesus offers the gift of peace and we only need to receive it. We can choose internal peace and then we can take that internal peace and we get to project it on the rest of the world. See, a lot of times we're waiting for everyone else to be peaceful. We're waiting for the circumstances around us to be peaceful. We're waiting for people to be nice to each other on social media. We're waiting for Russia to get out of Ukraine. We're waiting and waiting and waiting. And can I tell you, that's not the way it works. The way it works is that we receive this peace that comes from Jesus and we project it in our world. And that's where peace comes from. Jesus is this gift of peace. And as I was thinking about this, it's a choice that we have to make. Today, you're going to be faced with the opportunity to make a choice. And that choice is to say, I believe that Jesus is who he says that he is. I believe that he came and he died on the cross for my sin. And I believe that he has the best intentions for me. And that if I'll put my hope and my trust in him, then all of a sudden I believe that my life is going to look better. Does it mean your life will be perfect? No. Does it mean that you'll get every parking spot you want? No, it does not. Does it mean that, that you will have no problems? Absolutely, it does not mean that. But what it does mean that is in the middle of whatever your problem is, you can look to the author and the finisher of your faith. You can look to the one who is called the Prince of Peace. And all of a sudden, you experience peace in the middle of your turmoil. I, we, we made the decision, Pastor Seth asked me, he said, are we going to play the video of your dad uh, reading the Christmas story. And I, I just like, oh yeah, yeah, let's do it. And then I had people say to me, are you sure? Are you sure you want to get up after that? Are you sure that's what you want? Because that's going to be emotional and that's going to be hard. And I thought for a moment, and I almost told them, let's not do it. Let's do something else. But then I, as I was preparing this message, I couldn't help but think about the fact that peace is a choice that I make. So as I'm looking at this, I can look at it and go, oh my goodness, that's a reminder that, that my dad won't be with me this Christmas. And I can focus on that, and, and none of you would blame me if I did that. If I, if I just broke down and said, man, I'm really struggling because my dad's not here this year. And that's hard, and it is hard. But what I made the decision to do is I'm not going to focus on what I don't have. I'm going to focus on the fact that I had 51 Christmases with him. And I'm so blessed to have had the dad that I had. And so, so in the middle of that, I'm making a decision that I'm finding peace where maybe there wouldn't normally be peace. Why? Because I'm changing my perspective and I'm understanding that the God that I serve is bigger than my wants and my dreams and my desires. So I'm going to put my hope in him and I'm going to trust him. So as we look at this, Scripture tells us that, that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And so Jesus is this gift that's been given to us. And so 
you may be sitting here today and maybe you don't normally go to church and somebody invited you and you came and you're not sure what to think of all this stuff. But so maybe you're like, how can a baby that was born over 2,000 years ago bring me peace today? Well, I want to look at three things real quickly. We're not going to keep you real long, but I do want you to hear these. The first one is we find peace with God through relationship with Jesus. So the first thing that Jesus does as the Prince of Peace is he brings us peace between us and God. So God is perfect. And so God, he can't have imperfect in, in, uh, in his life. He, he just can't allow that because any imperfection all of, a, all of a sudden makes him imperfect. So there has to be something that makes it so that we can enter into God's presence. And, and that came through this Jesus who came to earth, and that's what we're celebrating today, is the fact that Jesus came as a baby and was born he, as, he, as he grew and he did ministry, and then he died on the cross for our sins. And because he died on the cross perfect, now all of a sudden he paid the price for you and for me. So what does he do? He creates a bridge of peace between us and God. And so we can have peace understanding that even though we're a mess, and maybe you sit here today and you are a real screw up, and I want you to know that there are a lot of you in the room. There are a lot of us in the room who are real screw-ups. But, but Jesus said, I am the Prince of Peace. And so even though your nature wars with who God is, I will be that bridge that brings peace to you and makes it so that we can have relationship with God. So not only did he teach how to be at peace with each other, Jesus himself saved, uh, served to make peace between us and God. And that's so important as we look at this story. The second thing that we find is that we find wholeness and peace with ourselves. So this is important. If you sit in the room today and, and you've made a decision to follow Jesus Christ, to say, I'm, I'm a believer, I believe that he is who he says that he is, uh, uh, and maybe you haven't been walking that out, but today you're, you're rethinking that and trying to understand what that looks like. Can I tell you that it's in that moment that we all of a sudden can be at peace with ourselves. Why? Because what we're doing inside of that when we surrender ourselves to Christ is we're saying, my esteem, who I am, what I'm proud of comes from that relationship. Many of us spend so much time trying to make other people happy with us. Some of you spend a great deal of time trying to, to, to boost your appearance on social media, make yourself look better, make yourself more likable, make yourself have more likes and more followers and all of those things. Or maybe you spend a great deal of your time trying to, to impress those people that are in your circle and, and trying to, to project yourself as being something that maybe you know inside you're not. And it's, a, it's, it's overwhelming to you. But all of a sudden, when you begin to accept the Prince of Peace, what changes inside of you is you go, I'm not about trying to please everyone else. I know that my Savior is pleased with me. Can I tell you the pressure that that relieves off of us? It changes everything for us. He brings us peace in that way. And our identity is based on who God has made us to be and not the things that we do because Jesus offers peace through forgiveness. So so, so many times the conflict that we deal with in our lives, it's an inner conflict. It's something that we struggle with inside of ourselves. And even when I talk about loving others as you love yourself, some of you don't love yourselves. So that, that's a struggle right there because you, you actually maybe even loathe yourself at times. You look in the mirror and you feel disgusted by what you've done or who you are or the things that you say and do. And can I tell you that God does not want you to feel that way. He has created you and he loves you and he's proud of you. 
Some of you need to hear that today. He's proud of you. And so inside of this, we need to understand that when we allow him to be the one that speaks into our life, he can become that prince of peace to us. Or maybe you find peace uh, this Christmas season needs to come to a place where you begin to forgive yourself. God will forgive you. When you ask him, he forgives you. He loves you that much, but for some of you, maybe the struggle and maybe what's going to happen for you today is you're going to come to a place where you begin to understand that not only does God forgive you, but you need to forgive yourself. Some of you have broken some relationships in your past, and it's always looming there. It's always a struggle. And I'm telling you, if the God who is perfect, who created all things, says he can forgive you, then you should be able to forgive yourself. And number three, we find wholeness and peace in our relationship with others uh, because we begin to change and see people through God's eyes. This is a super important one. Because we can bring healing and wholeness to others around us by beginning to understand the way that God sees people in your life. There are people in your life that are gonna push your buttons all the time. There are people in your life who are gonna screw up continually. There are people in your life that are going to make a mess out of everything that they do. But if all of a sudden we change the way that we see people and we begin to understand that we also are a mess, that we also screw things up. So in this moment, instead of, instead of being in a position where we are holding things against people, we are now in a place where we are, we are saying, God, I know that I'm a mess and you've forgiven me. I know, God, that even though they are hard for me to be around, I'm trusting you with this relationship and I'm believing that as I forgive them, you'll forgive me. Some of us walk in so much unforgiveness and that's why there's no peace in your life because you're constantly bringing up problems that other people have done to you, things where they've hurt you and your focus is there. And I'm telling you right now that the Prince of Peace says, forgive The Prince of Peace says, look beyond the mess. Look beyond their mistakes. Look beyond what they've done. And watch how all of a sudden this thing that you've held on to thinking, I've got to hold that person accountable. I've got to keep them from feeling like they got away with something. When you begin to let that go, it doesn't actually even change anything for them. But what it does is it changes something in you. It brings you peace. Many of us spend so much time looking at the way that others live their lives and it doesn't bring us peace. We get onto social media and we see how, how perfect everybody's life looks. They, they post the picture and it's, it's this cozy fire with the Christmas tree and the lighting is just right and the, and the hot cocoa is sitting on the table and, and it just looks like, oh my goodness, their life is perfect. I wish that my life could look like that. But what you didn't see in the frame was the husband's dirty socks that were laying on the floor and the wet dog who had just gotten a mess all over the, all over the other part of the floor and, and, and the fact that the kids are screaming in the background but it doesn't have any sound to the picture, right? We can frame things so they look really good but the reality is what that does is it causes jealousy inside of us. And God is saying, listen, you wanna have peace? Then don't look to these external things to bring peace to your life. Look to me. We need to learn to find peace in your circumstance. This week, as we step into this day of Christmas, remembering that Jesus came, remembering who he is, remembering that he is the Prince of Peace, remembering that he wants peace for you. So can we change our mindset? 
Can we work on that? Can we do our best to understand that God so loved you? God so saw potential in you that he sent his one and only son. And as we look at this scripture, the first word and the last word perfectly create why he came. He came to forgive you. He came to save you. He came to set you free from sin and guilt and shame because he loves you. I'm gonna ask everybody just for the next few moments if you'll close your eyes with me. The Prince of Peace wants you to experience his peace this Christmas season. He wants you to understand that he has a plan for you. Now, the enemy doesn't want you to believe that. He wants you to think that you're too far gone. He wants you to think that if you surrender to Christ, it's going to mess up all your fun and all your things. But the reality is you are not at peace right now because you're not with the Prince of Peace. But tonight you have the opportunity to make things right with him. This isn't religion. It's not follow all these rules and then you can. God sent his son and the only thing he asks is that we would believe in him and we would choose to follow him. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna blow it from time to time. But inside of that, to be able to say, God, help me to follow you. Help me to experience what it is to have you in my life. So tonight, with no one looking around, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. And if you're in the room and you want to make your relationship right with God, would you do me a favor and just lift up your hand and catch my eye? Because I want to pray with you before we leave this, this gathering together. Would you do that right now? If that's you, would you just lift up your hand? I want to pray with you. Okay. Is there anybody else in the room tonight that would just say, yeah, Jason, remember me in this closing prayer? Okay, thanks, buddy. Yeah, thank you. I'll take one more moment. Is there anybody else that would just say, Jason, will you remember me in this closing prayer? Yeah, bud, thanks. Yeah, okay, thank you. Tonight, I want to lead you in a prayer, and I'm going to ask everybody in the room, both here and in Star Valley, if you just repeat this prayer with us. Whether you raised your hand or you didn't, maybe you didn't have the courage to raise your hand, but you know you need to make your relationship right with God. Would you just do me a favor right now? And let's just repeat this prayer, and if you mean what you're praying, it changes everything. Let's pray this together. Dear Jesus, I thank you that you came to earth. I thank you that you died on the cross for my sin. I thank you that you rose again on the third day. And today I'm deciding to follow you. Please forgive me of my sin. Bring me the peace that you promised. Help me to be who you need me to be and to live the way you want me to live. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. 
River of Life is a ministry in East Missoula, Montana. We exist for one purpose, to make Jesus famous by showing his love to the lost, broken, and hurting. For more information, you can check us out online at rolmt.com. If you've made a decision to follow Jesus today, we'd love to talk to you about what comes next. Shoot us an email at nextstep at rolmt.com. Thanks.